Welcome back to the Unexpected Gardener podcast. My name is Sabrina, and if you have not tuned in before, welcome. So today we're going to talk about why Azure Standard instead of a traditional grocery store. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey going from someone who bought everything in a grocery store to now most of my food is not purchased from a grocery store. And it's definitely a transition. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And then I want to talk about, you know, what do I buy from Azure Standard to kind of keep a working pantry? And we'll talk about prepping a little bit, but I have a, a little bit of a twist on that. So I want to talk a little bit about big food statistics to start. Um, you know, we've got some pretty big problems in our food supply. You're going to hear that theme uh, come up a lot. Uh, I am really convinced at this point that it is a very, very serious, serious problem for Americans. And uh, we have to stop focusing on the things that divide us and focus on something like this, which could really unite us as Americans to demand better from big food. Uh, some estimates say that 71% of the food supply in the United States can contain ingredients that are uh, created in a lab. I, I don't feel like we really know what eating lab-created ingredients does to our bodies. Um, we do in some instances. In a lot of cases, it's, oh, oops, you know, 20 years later. Oh, no, that was really bad. We said it was good, but it's really bad, um, which is really something I am very, very, very leery of including any GMO or bioengineered food products in my household because of that. I don't trust that at all. And it completely ticks me off that, you know, the mainstream big food, which is really marketing, right? The marketing arm will say, no, trans fats are really good for you. It, it replaces saturated fat. Saturated fat is bad. And then lo and behold, trans fats are way worse for you, um, causing all kinds of health problems. So that's a big problem in our country. And um, about 73% of our food supply is ultra processed. So wicked far away from its origin. Um, 92.7% of U.S. children and 86% of U.S. adults report eating junk food daily. 92%, almost 93% of kids eat junk food every day. Oh my gosh, it makes me so sad to even say these things out loud. Um, it's kind of not a huge surprise that we're very sick. Kids are sick and adults are sick. All kinds of autoimmune conditions, um, childhood obesity is at an all-time high. Um, we have a lot of issues health-wise, and not everything stems from food, but everything stems from food. I mean, really, if you're, if you know, ninety-three percent of kids are eating junk food every single day, we have a huge problem um, with our food supply. Uh, industrial farming, um, it relies on chemical pesticides and herbicides. Um, I am a big proponent of regenerative farming, and we'll talk more about that in depth. Um, 
you know, at, at, in future podcasts, if you're interested in that, you can tune in. Um, but, you know, relying on chemicals, uh, pesticides, herbicides, and, and chemical fertilizers to grow food is a disaster. And we are ingesting those things. Um, and animals deprived of grass and open pastures, um, they're confined to feedlots. You know, all of these things are kind of encompassing big food and how um, our food is grown in this country. So knowing all those things, providing food for my family outside of that food system, you know, that became a really important thing to me. And so I started the process of locally sourcing my food um, and learning some alternatives outside of big food and grocery stores and, you know, to, in order to, to provide food for my family. And of course, 2020 really sort of hit home that uh, I was a little bit at the mercy. Well, we all are. We're all at the mercy of the food supply chain. You know what I'm saying? And when it started to break down and we couldn't buy certain things, it was a little scary, you know? And so it's important to talk about these things and to open people up to the other options out there. Um, I didn't even talk about, you know, the enormous amount of plastic packaging and in the grocery store. Um, you know, somehow the elite think that, you know, forcing us to drink out of paper straws or not allowing, you know, plastic grocery bags at the store is going to save the earth while everything is packaged in garbage, chemical laden plastic packaging and shipped from you know, all over the world when we could just be growing it in our backyard. It's kind of ridiculous. So I didn't even talk about that as far as our food, our broken food supply. But anyway, I found out about Azure Standard uh, and it's been about a year and a half or so. And it's a really interesting way to purchase food. It's a company and I should have done a little bit of research before I did this podcast because I can't remember exactly where they're from, uh, Iowa, I think. And they have drops all over. I got interrupted. One of my, my littles walked in the door and it actually is a great thing that I got interrupted because I was able to verify that Azure Standard is in Oregon. And I do want to talk, I'm going to talk pretty in depth about what I keep in my pantry and what I've started buying from them and so you know if you're not really interested in kind of the specifics then you know you might want to fast forward to the end but I know for me when I was sort of trying to figure out how do I create a working pantry it was really helpful to either hear what people were purchasing and, and putting in their pantries or watching like videos on YouTube when people would go to Azure Standard and kind of buy a bunch of products. It really helped me sort of figure out, figure out what was best for our family. And now every family is different. And I do think that I needed to sort of readjust what I thought about when I thought about like prepping or having a well-stocked pantry um, in case of, you know, an emergency or, you know, I mean, I think we all thought about that in 2020 with food shortages and you'd go to the grocery store and you'd see some shelves were empty 
and you really started to, I mean, for me anyway, I, you know, I got a little uncomfortable with that. And so I would hear people talk about prepping and I would see even like a friend of mine had a bunch of, you know, canned goods or whatnot in her pantry. And I really thought, well, to me, that was a little bit wasteful because I, we don't eat that. A lot of the, a lot of the things that people, at least as far as I can tell, when you think of prepping, you're thinking of buying, you know, processed food that's in a can or, you know, like powdered potatoes or, you know, whatever, like, and those are things that we don't eat. And so I was like, well, I really don't want to do that, but I do want to have some food stores in my pantry so that if something happened and we couldn't get access to, to food, we would be okay for a few months. So I really kind of redefined in my mind what a stored or like a, a, a prepped pantry or back stock in my pantry looked like. And so for me, it's, I actually wrote a blog post about that um, to kind of help people break down what would, how much would you want to buy of, of a certain product to keep in your pantry. And it came down to kind of like ingredients in recipes that we make often enough. And I was able to sort of figure out like if I, you know, I used, I think in my blog post, I used like butter chicken as a example. You know, I make butter chicken in the instant pot pretty regularly. So what are the components of that? And if I wanted to be able to make that, you know, for have enough for three months, let's say, how, what would that break down to? And how much rice would I need? And how much coconut milk would I meet, need? And, and whatever. So you can do that with, you know, whatever meals that your family really enjoys, you can, you can sort of break down what ingredients you need to make those meals and figure out how much you'd need to have in your pantry so that if something happened and you couldn't easily source those ingredients, you're good because you've got kind of that back stock. So with those things in mind, I really wanted to become an ingredient pantry, a working pantry that always had certain ingredients in it. And I can create pretty much a huge variety of meals and or snacks or whatever based on what I keep in my pantry. So that's sort of my mindset going into Azure Standard. And so it took a little bit of time to, to accumulate those things. So, you know, you do want to look at, you know, you got to kind of figure out your budget and maybe you can set aside a certain amount of your budget towards you know, these kinds of things. And maybe you're not um, looking to kind of stock your pantry like I was. And that's okay too. I think that the most important thing about Azure Standard is, you know, it's outside of our system. And to me, I do feel like, I felt like this way in 2020, but I feel it even more now with how things have transpired between then and now. Every American needs to learn to grow food, even in a small capacity, it doesn't matter. They need to learn self-sufficiency skills, learn how to can, learn how to dehydrate, learn how to, you know, do all these things. And, and then you also need to have ways, I think buying local 
is probably the number one important thing. Um, seek out your local farmers, your local producers, and start to support them. Even if you can only do it a little bit, that's okay. But start supporting local. And that shortens your food chain. It's better for the environment. It's better for the earth. You know, you're, you're not shipping something from New Zealand. You're buying it from, you know, the cattle farmer 30 minutes, you know, up the road or an hour away or whatever. Um, and then find things like Azure Standard. And there's a couple of other ones um, that I've become aware of. This one is by far my favorite. You know, outside of the food are, you know, the big food, the grocery store, you know, so starting to kind of work in to buying from them is, I just think it's really important. And it's once a month. So, you know, there's a little bit of, um, you know, it takes you a little bit out of your comfort zone. If you're used to going to the grocery store a couple times a week, you know, I remember days when I would not, I didn't have a working pantry like I have now. And it would be like, oh, what am I going to make for dinner tonight or tomorrow night? And I would literally have to go to the store in order to buy something to make for dinner. Now I have enough uh, local meat in my freezer and ingredients in my pantry that I can pretty much any time come up with a meal without having to leave the house. And that to me is a really important goal. And I think it just serves, it serves us all really well because, you know, you've, you've got the best possible ingredients at your disposal at a moment's notice. And really that that's awesome, you know, and it's good to be in that position and you're just not so reliant on the grocery store. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what I buy and what I have actually in my pantry right now. And then we'll, I'm going to go over what does it look like to order from Azure and how does it, how does the pickup go? Cause I think it's really unique and interesting. So one of the things that I started buying in bulk is unbleached organic all-purpose flour. I buy the 50 pound bag from Azure standard and I store them in five gallon food grade um, plastic, uh, buckets with, I buy like the extra gamma lid. Uh, you can buy those from Azure. I think I found them cheaper at tractor supply. Um, but they're great because I always have flour always. And I keep it, I keep it stocked. Once I get to like, you know, half of the second, usually a 50 pound bag will fill up two of those. Um, you know, I'm buying another 50 pound bag. So I always have a lot. That's a, just really important to me. I bake all my own bread. I don't buy, I don't buy bread from the store at all. I don't buy, I bake my own sourdough. And I also like last night, I didn't have any bread rel readily available. So I made 30 minute dinner rolls. Um, I double batched that. So we had, the kids had something last night. I made like grilled cheese. Uh, one of my kids just wanted them warm with, you know, butter on them. And then this morning, I made uh, egg sandwiches for the kids for breakfast. So, you know, I, I like to have the, all the ingredients here all the time, no matter what, so that I can whip something up like that. Um, I also bought um, a, a 25 pound bag of organic oats. 
obviously you can use that in a lot of different ways. Um, I, and I, there's, they're like gluten-free or oats and they're, or, buying organic is pretty important to me. You don't have to do that. They have a wide variety of non-organic organic items, but I think having oats is just great because you can grind them into flour. If you want, you can make, um, oatmeal cookies. You can make oatmeal. I have, um, a recipe. I think it's on my Instagram that you can make kind of like instant oatmeal, kind of like instant oatmeal packets, but they're in, you know, you make them yourself. So they're so much better for you. I buy organic cane sugar, usually a 25 pound bag. And I store them in gallon, um, gallon glass jars. Um, I buy organic fair trade chocolate chips from Azure. This is another, probably a whole podcast topic about uh, chocolate and child slave labor and how awful it is. Um, I like that they have a fair trade. Um, it's and it's delicious. And so I buy, I think I bought like a five pound bag and then I just store them and they, you know, my kid, my teenager likes that he can go in, he can get like a handful of organic peanuts, a handful of uh, the fair trade chocolate chips, and then he'll grab like a scoop of peanut butter or whatever. And he has like a yummy snack, you know, it's kind of like a dessert almost, but the ingredients themselves are pretty solid. I buy gluten-free pasta from Azure. It's uh, Jovial is a brand I really like. I am personally having to go back to gluten-free um, again, but I always, I like it. So I've always bought it. I just like, it's the best one as far as I'm concerned. Um, we were, went gluten-free when my oldest was like 12 and I went gluten-free for a long time after I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And so I've always bought gluten-free pasta and Jovial is like the best brand as far as I'm concerned. And so Azure standard, you can buy like three, three boxes. You can buy them by the case too. If you want, you can buy one, you know, there's a lot of options with them. Um, so I usually kind of keep an, a good backstock. Uh, organic rice. That's another thing. I, I buy a nice big bag of organic rice, keep it in stock. So I always have it. That's kind of self-explanatory. Um, organic, um, apple cider vinegar. I buy a gallon of that at a time. Uh, you know, my husband drinks a warm, like warm water with lemon and apple cider vinegar every morning. And I obviously apple cider vinegar has a million uses. So I buy it by the gallon. It's the one with the mother. It's a really good quality. I feel like it's a really great price too. Organic popcorn. The kids love when I pop popcorn, but you know, you buy the ones that you microwave and they're awful. They have ter terrible ingredients in them. Uh, so I just buy, I don't buy a huge, I don't buy like a 25 pound bag of them. I mean, I could, but I don't, it might've been 10 pounds or five pounds. And then I just store them in glass jars and then I always have them. I always have it here. Lasts a long time. I buy, the, they have organic mustards. I really like them. And um, so I've been buying like a three pack of a Dijon and a regular yellow mustard. And then, you know, we'll use one and we'll have two in the cabinet or in the pantry. And then I just, whenever we get low, and once I use kind of that last one, I add it to the list again, it's just so I always have them. We make our own mayo. 
So having a good mustard is, is really important and they, and it tastes really good. So there's probably some organic ones you can get in the store, maybe cheaper. I don't even know. I actually haven't price compared that, but I really like the Azure brand mustard. So I buy organic raw nuts from them too. And I buy peanuts and cashews and walnuts. They have every type of nut you could ever want, but I like having that on hand for whatever reason, if I need to make, I was making granola bars for a while. My kids kind of got sick of them, so I stopped, but I'll go back to that. Um, and with the, when I was making the granola bars, I was buying the fruit juice sweetened cranberries from Azure Standard. I like that. It doesn't have the weird ingredients. It doesn't have corn syrup in them. And they, they taste kind of tart, more tart than the ones you get in the store, but they're, they're delicious and they don't have added sugar. So I really like those. And I got the white chocolate chips from them. And I was making these really yummy granola bars for the kids. Um, I buy organic raw cheese from them. And I buy the cheddar in a really big block. It's like a five pound block. And then um, we use that all month long. So I might slice it up and make grilled cheese. I might grade some and, and add it to pizza or if I make a quiche or whatever. Um, and we use, we pretty much use the whole thing in one month because I use it in so many different ways. I also buy a probiotic sour cream. It's the best brand. It's called Nancy's. I like it the best out of all the sour cream. And it's a probiotic one, so it's cultured. Um, and it's not ultra processed like the ones you buy in the store. And then I also buy that same brand. I buy like a full fat or whole milk cottage cheese. And my husband and I like to eat that, but the kids really don't, but I add it to whenever I make like a quiche or a frittata, I put like a big old scoop of cottage cheese and blend it in the blender with, with eggs. And it just makes this creamy, delicious, you know, egg dish. It's super, super good. Uh, organic fair trade cocoa powder. I always have that in stock. And I also buy organic whole milk powder. I use that for uh, lots of different um, things, but I can, you can use it if you make like an instant oatmeal um, for your kids. If your kids really like, like the packaged instant oatmeal, those ones have so much crap in them and they're really not healthy, but you can make your own version with whole powdered milk and, you know, you, it can be a hundred percent organic too, if you want with the oats and the powdered milk and then brown sugar if that's if i like brown sugar better but you could use regular sugar if you want and then you can do like dehydrated strawberries or you know whatever dehydrated fruit you want and it's it's so good so and the kids can actually do it themselves you store it in a little mason jar and they can come add water um boiling water in there and it's delicious and it's much better for you than the package so i always make sure i have the whole milk um, powdered milk I also use the powdered milk to make ranch dip, like a ranch seasoning um, powder so that you can make ranch dressing and ranch dip. My kids love ranch dip, and they, but the Hidden Valley one is so atrocious if you read the ingredients. You can easily make your own, and it's, it's delicious. It tastes better. Um, I buy organic fruits and vegetables from them. I buy the, like a 10-pound bag of organic onions, super good quality. And they last a long time. I just recently bought a 50-pound box of organic potatoes. 
uh, 40, uh, 40 pounds, no, 20 pounds of organic apples. They have a really good selection of uh, vegetables and fruits. And they have, they have made a pledge that they will not put a peel on any of their produce, which is huge to me because if you don't know what a peel is, A-P-E-E-L, Google it, or maybe don't use Google. They'll probably filter the results. Maybe go to DuckDuckGo or whatever. Um, but it's a, they're putting this material on. They're saying it's like a vegan or plant-based material onto fruit and vegetables so that they last longer and then they can't you can't wash it off so I'm all set I'm not I don't want any of your franken chemicals I don't care what it's made of that you're putting onto fruit to have it last longer because that's not it's not good you know fruits supposed to mold and go bad um, anyway another it's like a another whole topic but they uh, Azure standard they will not put a peel on anything um, so to me, that's really important. So I, it's hard to get used to buying something once a month. So it's, it's a little bit of a learning curve, but that's okay. You'll do fine. If you just, you know, if you just try it, figure out if that's something that you can do. And if you store it a certain way, it's probably going to last, um, the whole month. Oh, then you might need to supplement, you know, and I do, I do. I have to buy some produce each week. Um, I also have started buying their organic frozen fruit. My teenager especially likes to make a smoothie. Like if he goes to the gym and works out and he comes home, he wants to make a smoothie. So I buy a five pound box of organic strawberries. I buy a, uh, a five pound bo box of organic banana slices and also, what's the other one? Oh, blueberries. And I feel like they're very reasonably priced, especially if you're looking at, you know, the small bags in the store. It, the price price shop that and you'll see what a good uh, cost savings it is and I bought so I, I bought uh, those three fruits and they lasted like it might have been three months and he makes smoothies pretty often so I was kind of impressed with that uh, and then I also buy organic spices and I buy them kind of in bulk you know so I might buy like one pound um, maybe not even that much but you know like garlic powder onion granules, um, smoked paprika, cinnamon, you know, things that I use a lot of. And then I just store them in a mason jar and then I just refill, you know, the small little glass spice jars um, as I go along. So those are all like really great things you can get for, from Azure. Those are the things I buy on the regular. There's so many other things that you can buy from them. And I highly, highly recommend checking them out. Um, I, I'm going to put a link in in the 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 description of the this podcast so you can click on it and go learn about them and see if they have a drop in your area um and just to see if this is something you want to kind of dip your foot in and kind of get a little closer to kind of getting out of the stupid food you know the big food um system so let me just briefly talk about what it the ordering process and just a, a quick tip about that and then i'll explain how the delivery goes so with Azure um, there is a possibility that things can um, that can come out of stock so it's a once a month delivery when you um, go in create an account you'll put in your address and it, you'll search for drops that are closer to you and then you'll have a cutoff date so whenever you find whatever your drop is that you know you can go pick up at it'll say you know 
the week of delivery and the draw and the cutoff date. So you have to actually place your order by the cutoff date in order to be included. If you don't, you're out of luck. Uh, you can do your order, you know, two weeks before the cutoff date and, and check out and still edit your order and add to it throughout that time. Once it's cut off, you can't, you can't change it. Um, so one of the, the tips I would give you is sometimes things sell out. Like I've had a problem getting cheese in the last couple months. I was buying the specific brand of raw cheddar. It was my favorite. And then all of a sudden it was selling out and they weren't stocking it in time to fulfill my order. So make it a habit. I usually put it in my phone. Like if I know that my cutoff is Tuesday at seven, then I'll put in my phone to alert me Tuesday at six to go in and look at my order, see if something's out of stock. And then I might choose a different size. You know, like if the gallon apple cider vinegar was, was not going to ship, not likely to ship in my order, I might choose something different, maybe a different size just to make sure I get apple cider vinegar or whatever it is. And I got real annoyed when I first started shopping with them because I was like, I'm relying on them for this ingredient or this product. And I wasn't really savvy to like, Oh, let me go in and see if it's low in stock or it might not ship. Cause they'll warn you. They'll say like, this item is unlikely to ship. And I would get real frustrated because then I'd get the email that my order shipped on, you know, unfulfilled or whatever. And there was stuff on there that I didn't get. And I would be really frustrated. So our tip is to just kind of stay on top of it, double check it right before it closes so you can make adjustments. Um, that's something I just think if I had known in the beginning, it might've saved me a little irritation. The other thing that's an interesting thing about Azure and I have learned to, to live with it is you don't necessarily know the date that your delivery is coming. So if it closes on a Tuesday, let's say, and I won't know until all the orders have been processed and when they, they scheduled the drop, it's usually the following week after it closes. And it could be on a day that I might not be available. Um, that's a little bit hard for people to get used to. I'm used to it now. And I have a couple of friends that order from the same, uh, the same de delivery drop. So sometimes I pick up their order for them. And sometimes they'll pick my order up and we kind of coordinate just in case it falls on a time that I can't get to it. But that's, that's could be frustrating and it might even make, it might be a deal breaker for some of you because it's going to, it's going to vary. Sometimes it's very consistently, like we went through a phase where it was very consistently like on a Saturday, which was like, wow, that's great. And then it stopped being on a Saturday and then last time it was on a Thursday, which is not a great day for me. So that's another thing that you kind of have to get used to. You don't really know beforehand when the delivery drop is. Now, on to the, like when you go pick up your order, I really love this part. So there's a coordinator that is your local coordinator, and that person will coordinate your, you know, kind of how the drop runs. But essentially, the pick, the semi pulls up. And the guy gets out and he opens up the back and he starts taking the shrink wrap off of you, the pallets that are your order and all of you show up. And it's a really kind of cool 
community thing where everybody shows up and you kind of all unload the truck. So, you know, we, in ours, we form like a line and if you can do it, if you're not physically able to do it, or you got like little kids or whatever, it's not, you're not required to unload it. So, but there's plenty of people that can. So if you can't, it's totally fine. But there's like a sign, like with your name on it. And that's where people will drop your food. So you get in the line and the, the truck driver just hands you whatever, the box, the bag, what, ha and we kind of go through and we all unload this truck. Usually takes about 30 minutes, sometimes less. And then everybody has a, a like a name sign and you just pile up their food right by their name. And then when the truck's completely unloaded, you load up your stuff and you leave. And so it's kind of a cool, I really like it. I like, I start, you kind of get to know people. Um, I start, I, I see people because I, I've talked about it a lot. I have people who are like acquaintances or friends that I haven't talked to in a long time. And because I shared about Azure, they ordered. And then I end up seeing them at the drop. So it's actually kind of cool. I really enjoy that. But that's a really different way to get your food. and. I love it. I love that it's outside of our norm. It it gives me freedom. I can I don't have to walk into a grocery store if I don't want to. And to me, that's just an awesome awesome way to ensure that I have food freedom. And I highly highly encourage you even if you don't um you know, you don't have the same objectives that I do, even if you don't you know, just, just check them out and see if it's something that you, uh, could utilize. And even if you don't utilize it every month, maybe you do an order and so you can get used to it and you kind of know what it's all about. And if something happens again and we, our shelves are bare, you have an option, you know, you have something available to you and you're not, you're not, I, I my goal is to help everybody kind of figure some of these things out. So if, we get to a point where things become desperate. You already have the skills to grow your own food. You already have the skills to preserve the harvest. You already have the skills of making your own bread, cooking everything from scratch. You already have a well uh, stocked pantry where you can whip up a healthy meal without stress. And you already have local farmers that you've connected with that you buy from and you already have something like Azure standard, which is outside of the normal food system. So you already have all these things in place so you can pivot as needed. Um, for me, I want to make this part of my normal life so that I don't have to, cause that food system really ticks me off. And I, and I really don't, I want to, I want to be, I don't want to be a part of it. I really don't. I feel like it's just not, it's just not for me anymore. And so, for me, I might be a little bit more radical on one end, but you don't have to be. But at least if you have all those things in place, you're prepared and you have peace of mind and you have uh, a way to nourish yourself and your family. So to me, it just makes a lot of sense to kind of have these things in place and hopefully you will never need them. Hopefully you'll be able to enjoy them and they will add value to your life and your health, but you don't need them. But just in case you need them, at least they're there. So I hope this was helpful. Um, I will make sure I have 
the link to Azure Standard in the um, episode description. And I also have a pantry guide that I created of just, you know, like a, a cute little digital guide. It's really pretty. I really, I enjoy creating those kinds of things that, that of what I have in my pantry. It's not everything. I mean, the list I kind of just mentioned is, is a little bit more in depth, but if you want something in your hand, you can go, um, I'll link, I'll link how you can get a hold of that in, uh, in the show notes. And then also, um, I do have a gardening for beginners course that I think is really good and it's practical. I am not, I don't know if you don't know me very well, you'll, you'll figure this out. I'm not very fancy. Um, I, I like to keep things very simple. If things get too complicated. My brain is just like, nope, I'm out. So I try to teach the same way. Practical, not perfect. Not everything's all polished and shiny all the time. And, um, but I really want to kind of teach everybody what I've learned so that we can all kind of get in this, in this really great independent self-sufficient space. So until next time, I am out. <laughs>